Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. That was a little yawn to start the podcast. That's that's the telly where I am. That was and I was just exact I was yawning as well. I think yawns are actually contagious. I think that's like a proven fact that no, they is. are. It is, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, you catch it. Yeah, I felt like yawning. I mean, it's Friday it's the end of the week and I do feel exhausted. (laughs) How's your week been? It's been all right. I mean, the kids have got a cough and, um, you know, it's just annoying. It's just annoying when they have like Mm. those things because Mm. I can just hear, especially Gigi, like coughing all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also that, you know, it's a non-COVID related cough, but you know, the schools have got a protocol that they have to follow, Gigi's nursery. I know you were saying earlier on that you were worried that she was going to get sent home and all that stuff. It just adds a, another layer of stress. And yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. sure that everybody listening will be able to relate to that because you're thinking, I know it's not COVID, but please don't I send know. them home. Every day you drop them off. I mean, luckily mm. we've got that like sort of card that we can play at the moment because we all had COVID before Christmas. So they can't ask me to do a PCR test for I think like 90 days or something like that. Right. So I'm like, sorry, I can't do I can't. I can't do one <laughs> just take, take my child. <laughs> but we're not here to moan how are you anyway I'm good I'm good I've had a brilliant week I was on breakfast this week with Jamie because Amanda was filming for Britain's Got Talent so I had um uh, a morning in there and I just love it I just it, it's the funnest job in the entire world and I I buzz off it so I'm 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 feeling really good other stuff's going really well the kids are great Doz is good we're all good that is lovely news for a Friday isn't it <laughs> yeah and and also we've also I've also got some really good news because um, last week, or I think it was maybe the week before, I wanted to talk about Luna's early rising. And yes. we've had, I mean, oh my God, I hate saying this out loud. I'm, I'm going to touch wood. I'm going to touch Please, because I can't find any wood near okay. to me. I've got wood next to me. So last week, I it was Monday and I said to her, I've arranged a play date for you with your best friend Effie on Friday. And she was like, oh my God, amazing. I said, but if you don't do five mornings of waiting for your clock, I'm going to cancel it. <laughs> she burst into tears and she went, you can't cancel it. I said, well, I won't cancel it if you wait for your clock for these five mornings. And she was like, mm, okay. And I was like, here's a chart. And when I say a chart, I literally, like, I, I created five boxes on a piece of paper. <laughs> a <bit> of white <laughs> paper, yeah. Got some stickers that I found. And I was like, we're going to stick them on here. If you can get to the end of the week, you can have it. She's done it. She did it last <gasps> week. She's done it this week. So we've now had something like 14 mornings where she's waited for her clock. Oh my gosh, that's a, a complete breakthrough, isn't it? Is that the longest stint? Oh, 
without yeah, a shadow effort. of a doubt. She's coming in at 6.30. She's in a better mood. The tantrums yeah. have stopped. She's not looking so black-eyed and yawning and crying all the time. It's been revolutionary, but it has taken five years. So, I, I you know. And all it took was a piece of white paper and <laughs> five boxes. I told you the Omnial Buchanan, okay? And <laughs> it must be my arts and crafts level. That's, it must yeah. be. I mean, does this mean we can now go on to sell a multi-million pound book? <laughs> Because we have actually cracked the early rising. <laughs> all these sleep experts, right? All you need to do is get a pad, create yeah. five small boxes, find small stickers, and you're onto a win. No, I, I don't it. know what it is. I don't know what the it bit is. Bit of but... a threat, unless you're done. But do you know what? It? I've spent my whole life sort of threatening the kids with things like, if you do that, I'm going to take that away. And I've never followed through with any of it. But I was yeah. absolutely like a hundred percent I was gonna cancel it and I was gonna go through it and I said to her friend I said look I'm gonna have to you know if she doesn't do it and it and it, it worked so listen we're in good shape I feel better he feels better she feels better we're winning way <laughs> but we're here to talk about friendships today aren't yes, we and we obviously are. if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you'll know that Zoe and I met in a coffee shop when we were both pregnant we were worried that we didn't have any mates we just moved to the area um and if we hadn't have chatted to each other and exchanged numbers, then we wouldn't be here now. So, you know, finding friendships as a parent, mm. we know is really difficult. Um, but hopefully we can get through your questions today yeah. and try and offer some advice. Our friendship is like the most beautiful romance that's worked out. It was like the the, the, the perfect first date, wasn't it? Where you yeah. knew that there was going to be foreplay afterwards. You knew we would get to the good <laughs> stuff. I knew you were going to be great in the sack. No, it all worked. It was like a perfect storm that came together and, and it was beautiful, actually. And I'm so grateful for it. I really do think about this a lot, that if we hadn't said hello to each other that day, you know, know, like you said, George, we wouldn't be sitting here today. We wouldn't have this amazing community. We wouldn't be doing these podcasts. So I'm eternally grateful. And actually, do you know what? I actually made a new friend a couple of weeks ago in um, Oh yes. In Pilates. Yeah. Pilates. I'm not jealous. She's <laughs> <laughs> not you, George. Um, but it was really nice. And I I I immediately felt we were gonna click. It was it was like quite a nice little chemistry, sort of a similar sort of feeling. And I knew I, I literally said hello to her, and then we started giggling and having a laugh about the fact that we were useless on the reforming machines. And by the end of the hour, we'd swapped numbers, she gave me lift home we've been whatsapping she lives locally and I just thought oh it doesn't happen that often when you meet no. somebody that you click with but yeah. um yeah I know a lot of you you know are struggling to kind of fit your friendships in since becoming parents your friendships have changed you know uh, some of your friends who are not parents don't really understand the pressures of having children mm. so we wanted to get through your questions today uh, and maybe shed a bit of light on how to make it easier, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to kick um, us off, George? Yeah, I'm going to kick off um, with this question from Samantha. It's very hard to maintain friendships with people who don't have children. Right. They just don't get it. Yes. I, I totally feel this. And sometimes mm. as well, I don't know if you feel like this, so, but if you've been, especially probably if you're on maternity leave or you're in the real middle of like a parenting phase where you're completely consumed by it, mm. it can be really hard to then go and spend time with people who haven't got kids because it's mm. almost, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I've got nothing else to talk about because that one thing has been consuming so much of my headspace. Mm. And then I come away and I think gosh I literally had nothing to say other than boring mm. parenting stuff today um mm. and I think that is tough and that is almost why you need some friends that are parents so you can offload that stuff and share those experiences but also friends who you know you were mates with before or who just don't have kids that you can I, not cling on to who you were before but 
where you get that escape. Mm, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I think that's really important. It goes back to this, the, the, the same sort of the old phrase of like you cannot get all things from one person yes exactly. and that's exactly the same as your as your relationship you know if, if you're listening and you're in a relationship you know you might ne- not necessarily be able to turn around to your partner and, and get all of those things that you need from that person and it's the same for friendship groups so for me I've got a good group of you know mum and dad mates who we hang out with and we do stuff with the kids and then I've got my single mates who still live in London majority <laughs> of them are gay <laughs> and um, when we go out and we spend time with each other I leave that side of it I might talk about it a little bit but I kind of park it and leave it alone and I think that's really important to do as well like parenting doesn't necessarily define every inch of you and so I think it's okay to remember who you were before you had your kids and maybe just go look I've had a bit of a shit night with the kids or this is happening but tonight I'm just going to be me and remember why you were mates with them to begin with yeah and also I think we we sometimes expect our friends who don't have children to understand but they won't and mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, that's and, fine. And not like it's fine for them to not be interested in your kids, but actually it sort of is because they're mates with you. And yeah, they might say, oh, you know, how, how's Axel? How's Gigi? But they maybe just don't even, don't want to go further than that. Yeah. And that is actually okay. I think mm-hmm. I used to sort of not resent some of my friends who didn't have children for not like asking me more questions about them but I sort of used to think oh they're just not interested but actually <laughs> I probably wasn't yeah. before I had kids I had probably had no in- not no interest I'd you know it'd be nice to see them but I didn't want my whole conversation with my mate not. just to be you know to be to do with their children um mm. so I think yeah it's like sort of letting the letting the pressure off like just, yeah taking the pressure off definitely. yeah taking the pressure yeah, off exactly yeah. I had exactly the same I have a really good friend in London who I've known for 20 years and I remember him turning around to me when I said I was pregnant and he was like look I'm over the moon for you but let me just let you know I'm not going to be spending time with you and your kids I'm not really that interested in their lives I don't want to hear about their sleep I don't and at first I thought oh god that's harsh that's yeah. harsh but actually it's fine and when I do hang out with him we don't discuss it. You know, he's yeah. not been out to visit the kids and spend any time with them. And that's fine. He's still a friend of mine. Mm. Um, I think it's okay. I think you just, you need to pick the people that you can discuss parenting with and leave the rest alone. That's yeah. fine. Making time for friends is so hard. But when I do, I feel amazing. Oh, I love it. Same. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes my weeks are so busy that at the weekend, I just want to just, shut down and just relax and Mm. like not make any plans Mm. and I think it's so easy to get into that cycle of everything revolving around work children whatever it is Mm. and not making time for your friends Mm -hmm. but it is so important I feel guilty sometimes I don't know about you but I feel guilty if I'm not working or parenting I feel guilty about that and I think oh I can't yeah I'm like oh I can't stay behind after that meeting and maybe you know meet up with a mate for a coffee or go for a cocktail or whatever because I need to rush back because I've got to be back for the kids and and I'm like no actually scheduling in those little hours here and there to meet up with a friend and just god sit down and talk about whatever you want to talk about and not be with the Mm. kids for a moment and for them to come in and be like where have you been mummy I've actually met up with my mate that's that's a really empowering moment it's empowering for you it's okay for the kids to see that you've got a life outside of being a mother or a father um yeah I think it's essential and actually I think as mums we probably do it less like Doz is quite good at scheduling in like beers with the lads or Mm. you know after a meeting he's suddenly in the pub and I'm like that's I'm, that's not me having a go at him I actually think no. I need to do that more yeah it's almost like we envy them for being able yeah. to do that I yeah. know I know I totally I totally get it I've actually f- sort of in my head 
tried to work out how many days or how many evenings a month I feel comfortable that you know I can go and see a friend or whatever and Mm. then I try like every month to make sure I've got at least a couple of things planned with a friend alone yes without the kids um Mm. and then I think that does take the guilt off a little bit because you Mm -hmm. almost it's like you've okayed it with yourself yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah it's, it's still it's still tricky so this is from Natalie how to find common interests when you feel like all you do is parent and work there is nothing else oh yeah Natalie This is what I was saying earlier. Sometimes I feel like I have nothing to say other than talk about work and parenting. And it's Mm. really Mm. sad. Mm. Yeah, I think think doing activities is quite nice to kind of break that funk. So for example, if you've got a mate and you know that you like, you know, you're both into exercise or you're both into, I don't know, whatever it might be, something, yoga, whatever it is, go and do an an activity with that person so that it's not just you and them sitting down and being like, oh, how are you? Oh, I had a rough night last night or, you know, Johnny's ill or whoever, you know, whatever's going on in your world. I think if you do something together, that is a common interest. That's actually quite a nice thing to do. So booking, it doesn't even have to be booking in a class, you know, if if your funds won't stretch to it, even just going for a walk and creating an environment where you're outside and you're not just sitting indoors, you know, having a coffee, discussing yeah. parenting. No, do you know what? That's a, it's like a distraction. And yes. also it, then it kind of will spark things to talk about maybe. Yeah. It's like just, pl- yeah, planning an activity. It could be anything. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, totally agree. Because sometimes yeah. if you just sit down having a coffee or a drink, it's so easy just to, to, to just talk about the kids and how hard how hard things are. Yeah, and also ask lots of questions about mm. that person, you know, you know, where they're from and what they used to do for work or what they're planning on doing or, you know, yeah. what they love doing, where, you know, or where have they been traveling? There's, there's, there's questions that we forget to ask, I think. Do you ever do this? Sometimes I come away from like seeing a friend and we haven't seen each other for so long, but we're like just like chatting really, really fast to each other. And then I come away and I think, oh, I didn't ask about this. I didn't ask about that. I didn't Mm. find out how this was. And then I felt really bad that I hadn't asked all the questions. It's almost like if you don't get that many much time with someone, it's like you need to kind of pre-plan things, <laughs> things you want to ask it's like them. A date. But that's yeah, yeah, it is. Gosh. I mean, you're never going to get that with me because every single time I meet up with somebody, it's almost like an interview situation where I'm like, right, <laughs> yeah. tell me everything, and they're like, fucking Elzo. Um, I liked this one. Um, I can really relate to this actually, but in a in a different kind of setting, how to manage not being left out from the NCT mums meeting up. Now. I feel the same as this person. I wasn't in NCT, but I, for a long time, used to get really, really sad when I was left out of things. Like if I saw things on Instagram, I've got a, you know a group of girls that meet up, and sometimes they don't invite me. And 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 actually, up until quite recently, maybe last year, I'd be like, oh, I saw that you know the girls got together for a dinner and they didn't invite me. It hurts, and it yeah. and it still hurts. And it used to happen to me at school. And you know, I think when people look at you and think, oh, you're busy or you've got you know things going on, they don't necessarily think to invite you. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, I would love to be invited. So it took a long time of me going. Actually, do you know what? I'm okay with it. And if I want to make it happen, I'm going to have to create it. they're not necessarily going to think of me it's not because they don't love me but they probably think I've got other things going on in my life and I can't make it happen you know career and kids and life and Mm. whatever so now if I want to do it I won't wait for them to invite me I will say right should we all get together for a dinner or who wants to go for a drink or I'll kind of create that environment and that I'm okay with that now 
Yeah, I was going to say that actually. Sometimes we do just sit back and wait for other people to invite us to things. Yes. Um, And actually, sometimes people get fed up if they have if they keep being the one who's the you know there's always someone who organizes everything and sometimes they get fed up with it and they just don't want to do it anymore um but also I would say um if this is an NCT group of women um I guess you've all met at the same time you all maybe have a similar like you're in a similar position at the moment your your child is the same age Mm. um and if they are leaving you out and making you feel really rubbish about it, um, then I would question whether they are your friends. Um, because, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't click with people from NCT. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, it's a weird situation and a weird environment just to be put together in a room. And the only thing that you have in common is that your due dates are around the same time. So for you to make proper friendships, it will be, it's quite unusual, I would say. Um, so I wouldn't put too much pressure on thinking they have to be your mates. Because mm. I think that's what so many people do. They go to NCT and they think, right, this is our group of friends now. But, mm. you know, you could just be completely different and have mm. completely different interests and and just be different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would just have a little think about that as well because you yeah. don't want to feel rubbish. Yeah, and you know what? I think being part of a group, we're all desperate to be part of a group. It's yeah. it's an in, it's it, it's an instilled human instinct where we want to be part of a crew, a part, like a pack, of, isn't it? Like a pack. It's like a pack mentality. And when we're not part of that pack, you know, that's when we can start feeling sort of a bit insecure and left out on our own. All these words, but actually. If you are secure in yourself, and like Georgia said, you know, these are new friends that you've met, maybe try hosting something, maybe say, hey, girls, I want to get together. Let's do it at my house or we can meet at the coffee shop. And at that point, if you don't get a bite, maybe Georgia's right. Maybe it's a case of, okay, well, they're my sort of friends, but they're not my great friends. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. you. Don't, I just don't, I don't think friendship should make you feel No, they should never, they should never like, make I you feel bad. I just don't. We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Best mate, gay guy, finding it so hard, all the girls having babies, pushing us away. Yeah. Yeah, that that is going to be difficult. And if you think back to your friendship with that person before, when you were all kind of, you know, out and about, single, you had this amazing sort of energy in the group and, you know, he, he felt very much part of it. And now you guys have gone off and had, 
you know, gone down a journey that he won't be able to do the exact same journey as you, i.e. be pregnant and carry a baby and do all of that. He is going to feel that would be more about him. So for me, I would be sitting down with him and making sure that he feels that he still has a special place and that he still feels that he's part of the group just because he doesn't have a baby. And maybe you guys could do something with him that's, that's, that's just you guys away from the, away from the little ones. Yeah. And just make it really clear. Like if you're arranging to meet up, this is that we're meeting up today and this is without kids. Yeah. And then you always invite him to the things with kids, but make it clear that you don't, you know, you're not going to be offended if he doesn't want to come. I also think as well, it's similar if, you know, you've got a friend who's going through a fertility journey. Um, it's, it's the same sort of thing. You don't know how seeing everybody else have babies is making someone feel. It might mm. be that he has no plans to have children or it might be that it's kind of hit home that he won't ever carry a baby and that his journey is going to be a bit different. Um, mm. And so you can, I, I think, just be open with him as well. Yes. Like, what involvement do you want? Do you literally want me to not talk about the kids around you? And that's actually fine if that's going to protect you from how you're feeling. Um I do I, but I think do you know what sometimes it's just nice to be not like for someone yeah. to acknowledge someone yeah. else's feelings and that's yeah. some, all you need to do sometimes I think yeah agreed I'm new to the area how to make friends when I work full-time and no toddler groups at the weekend this is hard it's really, hard because really that is that's your usual thing isn't it you know go and go to a mum group or you know go go to I don't know baby sign or any of those things um I do think just one of the main things is to look up. Like when you're in the park at the weekends, look up, you know, sort of show people that you are open to having a chat. So I think mm. we so so often we go out and we're just focusing on the children. We're almost just looking down and not looking at who's around us and not make, making conversation. And I think sometimes it's just making the effort to look up smile at people have conversations mm. um and oh, see exactly where it right, goes George. like there'll be yeah. another parent in that park sitting on a bench thinking exactly the same thing as you so yeah. get down there if you see someone sitting down just go and say oh do you mind if I sit on the other side of the bench or can I sit on the other side of the table and then just have a chat with them like mm. it does take quite a lot of courage to start speaking to a stranger but when you've got a kid as as a as a buffer you know there'll always be something that you can talk about to get you in there it, it like I said it is it was almost like a first date and it, it is does, like dating it's you know? exactly the same yeah and, and just like Georgia said smiling at people making eye contact saying hello and by the end of it you could have swapped numbers and have a new mate um yeah. there are also some amazing apps that we've spoken yes. about before we love peanut peanuts a brilliant app for it um mush 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 mums, mush mums. there's also um bumble but yeah. it's called Bumble BFF yes. and so Bumble's like the dating app but they have a best friend app and it's it's for almost like people who have just moved to the area or to a new city or whatever and are looking actively to make friendships they're not all parents on there but you might just you know find somebody with some common yeah. interests yeah um, also like Facebook groups as well there's one like one here which is like Brentwood mums or something yeah. and quite often you do see someone post and say I've just moved to the area. I work Monday to Friday. Does any, you know, I don't know anyone. I've got two children this age. Like, would anyone like to meet up? And they do, they just put it out there. Yeah. And and you'd be like, so many people respond and yeah. are so lovely and welcoming. Yeah. Um, so I do think sometimes you have just got to like do the awkward thing and put yourself out there. Agreed. And uh, as somebody that rarely makes the pickups or drop-offs because of work, um, 
Kit kept coming home and talking about Harry. He was like, Harry this, Harry that. And I was like, oh, is this must be like his best mate at his preschool. And, and then one morning in the line, I managed to get there for drop off. And I was like, who's Harry's mum? I was like, Harry's mum? And she was like, hi, I'm Nikki. I was like, hi, Nikki, I'm Zoe. I'm Kit's mum. And I was like, can we swap numbers? Because he keeps banging on about a play date. And I was like, why don't you come around as well? And then before I knew it, next week, she was there in my kitchen. I didn't really know anything about oh, her, but it was really nice. So, yeah, that is so nice. Actually, sometimes your kids do make the friendships for Yeah. You. This one I can really understand. Um, now that I have a crazy toddler, I find it difficult to go out with friends without kids. Now, I really understand this one because yeah. when I had Luna and she was at that age where, you know, she was walking, I would take her into London and I'd try and meet up with like my my single mates. And I'd be like, right, let's go and have a really nice lunch somewhere. Where should we go? We go to a place that we used to go to. And I'd be sitting there with Luna, who was like desperate to get out of her um high chair was like causing chaos in the restaurant it would be super stressful they would be sort of not rolling their eyes but a bit like this isn't fun so my advice to you is go somewhere where your toddler can run where your toddler can be free whether it's a walk in the forest you know go to Mm. the park wherever it is you're not containing them in a restaurant and take your mate with you and yeah. walk and talk I was gonna say yeah. yeah just almost just say to your friend like I know we would usually go to like a really nice restaurant or a bar but I'm not going to be able to talk to you if we do yeah. that so yeah. can we do this instead and I'll have like way more chance yeah. to talk to you yeah um and you'll find you'll have a better time because you'll be more relaxed and you won't feel guilty about yeah. um you know your toddler just having to sit there with an iPad or something, which you can do as well. That's another tip. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Dealing with the dynamics of mum WhatsApp groups. Oh, God. What are they like? Oh, gosh. I just mute them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't like the constant... I mean, there's like four facts or school year like there's one where it's like a group of us who are friend like friendly with each other and that's fine I don't mute that one because that's you know that's manageable as well like there's not a million people in there um but the ones that have like the whole school year in it and then the whole class I find too much like I really do find too much and it's almost becomes like a lost property service like have you seen have you seen such and such's jumper and and it's just the distraction like the constant pinging ping 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 coming up I've muted it too yeah and I think do you know what I'm just gonna mute it and I'm not being rude but I'm just only gonna reply or sort of get involved when I need to yeah um and I think it depends how you know how you are you know some people like to be active on those groups they want to you know organize things they want to like make friends whatever it is fine if that's you but just be true like I guess to you who, like your personality like don't force yourself to get involved with those because I think you're more likely to make friendships face to face and in the playground than being active on the whatsapp group yeah yeah really good advice mute, mute it <laughs> mute. and then use it use it when you need somebody to locate one of your kids jumpers yeah, exactly use it and abuse it how to deal with a draining negative friend we've been oh friends God. for a long time really tricky really really tricky yeah um so the way that I see friendships is I I'm really good at putting all of my mates together so I know that I can be in any situation and everyone can get together but there's always a couple that require a different level of emotional support from me Mm. and they're sort of on my like almost like my worry list like I know if I'm going to speak to them it's going to be quite an intense conversation Some of my conversations are really uplifting, really inspiring, but I have got a couple of people in my life who, you know, are going through some troubles and they're going to need me. So I pick my moments for when I speak to them. Yeah. 
And it might be coming back from work, for example, on a Saturday morning. I know that I can check in at nine o'clock and they're going to be there and we can have that space and time. The worst thing that you can do, I think, is speak to a a sort of negative draining friend when you've got, you know, kids running around, you're trying to get the dinner out or you're exhausted and you're, you know, you haven't got as much tolerance as you might have normally. And And you're not feeling great yourself. I think sometimes you've got to protect yourself as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And I think, you know what, if they're coming to you for advice and help because they're having a tough time in a way it's a compliment they're going to need you so you're going to have to dig deep and give them your attention and then don't speak to them again for a couple of weeks check in over whatsapp and then kind of give them that time again I think that's important put it in a box basically yeah definitely and also it's it's actually not I think you know if you think about it it's actually really nice that if somebody's in a negative headspace and they're not feeling great that they can come to you and they feel like they can come to you it's actually really difficult to open up to somebody and although like it can feel like negative and draining and some you know that kind of thing sometimes I think sometimes you need to think if you were feeling like that you'd really Mm. appreciate the support from a friend. Um, But again, manage that, you know, put your boundaries in place where it's not going to impact you um, in a negative way. Yeah, absolutely. Good advice. Is it harsh to still have my mother-in-law look after my little boy so me and my bestie can have a day together? No. No? (laughs) That's just clever. That's just really smart. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it. Just take advantage of it as much yeah, as you can. Don't feel guilty about that at all. Not definitely at all. We're not, not supposed to be glued to them all the time. No, it's just not. Exactly. It's just not what we're. It's just not what we're here for. Oh God, this is funny because you had an experience with this. Play dates when you love your friend, but the kids clash. What to do? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, bad. Yeah, do you know what? It. I, I saw this question before, and it can be really difficult if you've got kids that don't really get on. Um, and so either you decide you can just maintain the friendship, the relationship with your friend um, separately, or I'm kind of of the, I, I sort of want to say that there are going to be people in life that they don't all, always yeah. get on with and they do clash with. So it's a kind of a lesson as well yeah. that they need to work it out and they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to get past it. And quite often it's just a phase. Like, Mm. you know, they might be at slightly, slightly different ages or going through slightly different like developmental changes Mm. and they'll find their way. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, Mm. It's kind of how kids get through things. Sometimes they squabble, sometimes they fight. As long as they're not like really upsetting you or, you know, impacting your friendship, um, then I think, you need to just leave them to get on with it. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you more. Like you're not going to go through life and spend time with only people that you really, really love. I mean, as in maybe in your circle, absolutely, but you're going to come across people at work, you know, in various, various situations that you're exposed to and you just have to learn to deal with it and they have to learn. It's not about them all the time. If you really love your friend, crack on and let them, let them, you know, Fight it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not exactly. physically, but you know. No, yeah. exactly. Like it's a, it's a good lesson for them. Yeah, definitely. My best friend is so judgmental of other mums. We've drifted apart. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. No, I don't. Judgment and is what we don't want. On yeah, this In this world, I can't, I can't bear it. But I also sometimes think that people don't realise that they're doing it. Mm. It's almost like it's been sort of ingrained in us to 
like look at what other people are doing and sort of comment like comment on it yeah and I found if I've got a friend who has made a comment about somebody else I always go well what do you mean by that or oh really do you actually do you think that like oh and I don't agree and I don't um like immediately come to their defense and I'm not argumentative but I just almost make them question why they've said it like Mm. oh that's weird why did you say that I don't know just to make them think about it before they say it um Mm. because I really I can't bear it like it sounds I just can't be bothered to to worry what other people are doing like Mm. I I just it's just not in me to be bothered what someone else is doing I I just I wouldn't want someone to judge me I'm not going to judge somebody else no absolutely and that's the right way to think about it and I think I think it's something to kind of finish up on to have a think about is that you know we work at the relationships in our life the romantic relationships we also have to work at our friendships and you know one of the most beautiful things about being in a friendship with somebody is growth and is about you know, experiencing things together, but things are going to come up that you don't necessarily like. And it's really important to be able to say to them, as awkward as you might think it is, it's actually quite freeing to say, you know, really gently, listen, I just feel like you're being slightly judgmental. I want to talk about it. Is it stuff in you? Is it stuff that I've done? Can we just bash it out and have a chat? I always front up to those things. Um, Mm. Sometimes people don't respond that well to them. Other times they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I never met. And it's a bit of a learning for them. That's how they grow. It just sparks them to think why they've said it. And maybe then they won't say something like that again. Yeah, have it out. Have it out. So complicated. Friendships, relationships, all of it. All of it, exactly. But just just keep talking, I think, is the thing that we'll we'll kind of leave you with. And obviously, if we didn't get to your question today, we're really sorry. Um, There were loads in there as well. So if there is something that you want to ask us directly, please do just drop us another DM and we'll be there for you. Yeah, maybe we can do a little IG live on it when we're together. That would be nice. Yeah, Yeah, that would be really nice. Let's do it. Um, Before we go, though, we need to get through our products products of the week georgia products of the week do you know what i was i was sent um some products from Superdrug at the weekend and um are they're all skincare products and i do like to try and find a bit of a budget beauty buy and one of the things i think is fantastic it's from the b range at Superdrug, and it's an, a smoothing night serum i mean it's under a tenner it's got some great ingredients i'm just looking at it now it says wake up to smoother clearer more radiant and youthful complexion um there's squalene in it there's there's lots of um ingredients that you see in higher end products so if you are looking for a night serum um i definitely go and look at the b by Superdrug range because there's some really great active ingredients at like budget friendly budget. prices yeah. yeah love it I'm going to talk about um, a brand that I've just found and it's loungewear they do other things other than loungewear but they're called Azarina you can find them on Instagram they've just launched um, their joggers and their sweatshirt sets which are gorgeous kind of middle of the road in terms of cost so £40 for a jumper £40 for joggers quality is amazing they look great with a pair of like you know trainers and like an amazing oversized puffer for the school run and then of course you can wear them in the evenings when you've got the kids to bed and you just want to lounge out so yeah really great amazing yeah it's not really lounge they're leggings that um, I've been trying for the gym it's from a small brand called Eva Moso so it's E-V-A-M-O-S-O and they are a sustainable fashion brand so it's difficult with leggings isn't it because sometimes when you put them on they're great and then as soon as you wash them they start going baggy or then you know 
they're just not how they were before. So I've worn these three or four times in the gym already. They are 75 pounds, but they are sustainable. They are, you know, they've been really well made. Um, and I think they're fantastic. They are so comfortable, but equally I can jump and run and everything in them and they're gonna stay up. They're just they're just really nice. And they're, yeah, like I said, it's a small brand made by mums. Um, so yeah, I wanted to give them a shout out. Yeah, gorgeous. And I also wanna give another shout out to a small brand. Um, they're called Mums Handmade. So handmade stuff. Um, I bought one of the most beautiful scarves. Did you see that chunky camel scarf yes, I was wearing? I yeah. All hand handmade like the, the the time and effort and energy that goes into making these scarves they do other things on the site as well they're not cheap it was 120 euros for the scarf so I think that works out to be 100 quid but it will be something that I wear forever you know this yeah. season next season anytime it gets cold I'm going to be putting it on absolutely beautiful so definitely definitely check them out amazing there we go um, as always we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and if you can give the podcast a little follow that would be lovely because uh, then you'll never miss a, an episode yeah and any topics you'd like us to cover on these Friday Friday Q&As then please do drop us a message we're on at Made by Mummers because these episodes are for you and we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.